Hello. Hello. We are back. We are the Rosettes. We are, as far as we know, the only mother-daughter duo to podcast about our favorite guilty pleasure, The Bachelor. Not even that guilty about it. But anyways, so unfortunately we did have some technical difficulties last week, um, which didn't permit us to really post um, our episode about the premiere, Um, but that's okay because honestly, who wants to relive that premiere? It was three (laughs) hours. That's an excellent point. Super, not super boring, but it was just way too long and a bunch of stuff we didn't need. Almost half of it was watch party stuff. Yeah, it wasn't even all limo stuff. And I was almost a little bummed because I was so down on Colton, like, before the premiere. And then once the premiere happened, they made the watch party so horrible that I was like, oh my god, just let me see Colton. And now I actually like him. So maybe they did something right. I don't know, but I (laughs) was not... Yeah, I'm Team Colton now, too. I think he seems like a nice young man. He seems um, so cute. He's just so nice to all the girls. Yeah, that's the best part. He seems to really care about the girls. And and um, there was, did you hear there was a deleted scene from last, from the premiere, where the girl who couldn't talk, Alex, um, he had the producers bring him some tea, and he personally delivered it to her. Oh, They didn't show that in the premiere, but... Um, I heard that afterwards, and like he was, I hear him doing an interview or something. And he talked about it, so um, that was that's that's kind of my a perfect example of how I feel Colton is. He just seems like a caring individual. So yeah, go Colton. That's cute. Go that's find cute. love. That's cute. But basically, the only thing you really missed last week, if you don't remember, was the stupid watch parties where pregnant people were getting engaged and stuff. And, um, <laughs> judgy, <laughs> I don't care. I, you can be pregnant before you get engaged. I don't care about that, but I don't want to watch it on the bachelor. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> you know, go have a great life people, but we don't care where we want We're here to watch the bachelor. Yeah. We want Colton, not you guys. Sorry. Yeah. And, um, then there were the limo entrances mm-hmm. and, uh, then some girls went home. Yeah. Sydney had a badass dress. Yeah. That was mom's favorite part was yeah, Sydney's was, dress. really pretty. Um, but yeah, so... Do you remember who went home even? There was... Tajwan. The Sloth. Tajwan. Um, who was... Oh, oh Aaron. <laughs> so Cinderella went home. I was surprised about that one. And then Devin went home, and as, when Devin was <laughs> leaving, oh, yeah. they brought out all the girls to drink their champagne at 7 in the morning. Yeah, they were all toasting and happy, and poor Devin's kind of giving them a side eye, you know, on her camera. Funniest She's all teary. It was I've ever seen. <laughs> so I was mean. laughing so hard. Well, maybe she'll make it to paradise. Who knows? Anyway. She should let her do that since they were so mean. <laughs> Anyways, so um, so carry on. Let's talk about. We this week. should get into this week, and we apologize for getting this episode episode out so late. Um, I didn't even watch it till last night. It's been a busy week, and it was Mom's birthday. Yesterday. It was my birthday yesterday. So if you want to do a little something for us for Mom's birthday, you can <laughs> tell other people about this podcast. That would be nice. I would like. Anyways, so we should get into week two week of The two, Bachelor. Week two, we had two group dates and one um, one-on-one, and we started with a group date. Well, okay, we started what first, we started with. We started with a selfie thing. video of yeah, Colton what's talking that? about their going. I hope they don't keep doing that. Yeah, I was like, what the heck? Okay, Col- basically, Colton did a little handsome, so it's vlog. nice to see him, I guess, but yeah. like. I don't 
really care. But he did this little vlog from his bed where he talked about what an exciting day it was going to be. Um, that's nice, but... His dogs weren't even in it. <laughs> he, um, I mean, the show is known for really good production value, you know, really pretty to look at show, and that was unnecessary. So let's, you know, note to producers, no more vlogging from Colton's hotel room. Maybe they're trying to make it more personable or something. Maybe. I feel like, I don't know, it was kind of a weird way to start the show. Anyways, so after the selfie video where Colton's like, I'm so mm. excited for the first date. Um, they got the first group yeah, date. Cut to the mansion. Card. Uh, they got cut to the mansion, and um, Katie got the card and read it. And the people that went on the date were Demi, Bree, Tracy, Elise, Hannah G, Catherine, Nicole, and I think that's it. I wrote Demi down twice because she's just that. She's just too much. Onyeka and Catherine. Wait, did you say them? Um, I said Catherine. Did I miss Onyeka? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Um. But yeah, but Chris Harrison gets there, and he seems so happy, and I'm like, thank goodness Chris Harrison's doing stuff this Yeah, I like, <laughs> this I'd like to see more of him. Because poor guy, just last year was, I don't know, I hope he was okay last year, because he was nowhere to be found. But um, Chris Harrison just seems happy to be alive, and... We're happy to see him. Uh, so the girls all jump to a van, and they... Well, even before that, they both... Or some of the girls say a little thing before they go on the date. Like, Demi's like, we're all already starting to have feelings for him. And it's only been, like, one day. And I'm like, homegirl. Brother. You're starting to have feelings for, like, fame. But yeah. okay. <laughs> um, and then Onyeka is like, I'm going to be more aggressive. Yes. Which she's being very aggressive. And that's not always a good thing. And Cassie, so. said, Cassie said she was stoked. Yeah, and Cassie was just happy. We like Cassie. We're really just excited. A little to Southern California her. surfer word. Just a, yeah, <laughs> she's cute. Though. I didn't even think about how stoked might be a weird word for people to use. They're used <laughs> to it. Um, but yes, okay. So um, all those girls go on the date. They, um, they arrive at a theater, and they um, Megan Mullally and Nick Offerman are there. Yeah, okay. And also, the first thing that popped into my mind when I saw them there, I was like, Ron Swanson would be so disappointed <laughs> in this. Because, you know, like, Nick Offerman is Ron Swanson in Parks and Rec. And if you've ever seen Parks and Rec, like, Ron Swanson is the least likely person to ever make an appearance on The Bachelor. <laughs> he would hate, hate reality TV, and he'd just make jokes about it. Not all the time, but frequently enough, I feel like. So... This uh, this just shows how much Ron Swanson loves Mrs. Ron Swanson. Aww, yeah. Also, I think I told you this already, but my friend Courtney thinks that um, Megan Mullally, is that her name? Mullally? Mullally? Whatever. Her, this Megan chick reminds my friend Courtney of my mom because they're both the same kind of pretty and they're both funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. That's very sweet of her to say that. Um, yeah. And they get there and the first thing like Megan says she opens up with a little bachelor bio that she wrote for herself and I was like oh, that's funny because yeah. it was making fun of I'm how stupid the, yeah. <laughs> the bios were um, um, so they announced that they're, each of the contestants has to get up and give a little um, talk to an audience of about 200 about 
something that they did for the first time. Mm-hmm. And they did their first stories, which were kind of funny. Megan and Nick did theirs. They were funny gross, though. Yeah. The, the girls, they were really, well, you know. Meg- Megan's was really crude and very forward, and then it shows, it pans to Elise, and Elise is like, yeah, their uh, stories at first were pretty full of innuendos, and I was like, that wasn't full of innuendos. <laughs> that was they just, just showed, straight up dirty. Yeah, because they just showed <laughs> Megan, and then they went to Ron Swanson's, and I was like, okay, I maybe she maybe she was talking about her. that one. Yeah, because yeah, um, Nick's was um, literally flowery. It was, yeah, it was nasty too, but it wasn't quite as direct and forward. It was, um, it was, <laughs> they had, when they showed the faces of the girls listening, they were, they were smiling, but they were also, if you looked at their eyes, they were kind of like, Oh dear, you know, looking. So it was, it was, it cause was, they, they were starting to realize that they were going to have to do stuff on stage. Yeah. I think, I think it was less of the story and more of them like, Oh God, what a horrible group date. So uh, the girl, they, the girls are all given little notebooks, and they proceed to brainstorm. Um, I hope they get to keep those I notebooks. So I heard somewhere that they have to keep, like, they don't have to, but they're um, encouraged to keep, like, journals, journals while they're filming. Yeah, they, I mean, what else have they got? They don't have their phones or anything. And yeah. So, seems like so maybe those are the journals that they keep. They're like, just bring them, because you're going to have to write down a story. Yep. So Colton gets, they had, for whatever reason, Colton has to get up first and tell his story. And oh, were we so surprised when he told a story about his virginity. <laughs> Big surprise. But it was a nice story. He basically said that he had um, spent his football career lying about the fact that he was a virgin. And then, but he wanted to be true to himself. And he decided one day he was going to start telling the truth about that. And when he was asked by someone in the locker room, um, he, he said, how many women have you slept with? He couldn't, he was like, uh, trying to think of a good lie. What do I say? <laughs> One, four, ten, a hundred. And, um, he said zero and the coach or whatever other person there was in the locker room said, Oh, that's cool, man. And so that really encouraged Colton to start opening up about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I heard? I was listening to, a, um, uh, maybe, um, Ben and Ashley's podcast mm-hmm. and they, Colton was the guest and he said, they asked him to, did they? Did the producers? Did the producers know you were a virgin going in to the sh- to the show when you you know, were cast? He said no. He didn't tell them he was cast without ah. them knowing. So that's interesting. So they it? just stumbled upon that gold mine. That little yeah. That little <laughs> yeah. They just lucked out with that one. Um, but before <clears throat> Colton, I think this is before Colton even opens up about his his story. Um, it shows all the girls getting ready beforehand with their stories. Mm-hmm. And Tracy's like, <clears throat> oh, yeah, um, I'm excited because I'm definitely going to be Colton's first of something. And we're all, like, knowing that she's not. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then Megan's, like, uh, asks Colton. She's like, who's the crazy one? And he's like, I don't know. It's only been a night. <laughs> and then it, like... It should have panned to Demi. I don't think it did, though. Um, but uh, the, it just shows a bunch of funny interactions between Megan, Nick Offerman, and um, and the girls. And, and the Colton. girls and Colton. Um, and then Hannah G goes, like, oh, I've never spoken in front of people before. And Colton says, just imagine them in their underwear. Just focus on me. And then Hannah's like, I'll just, like... Tell them to leave. And then Colton's like, yeah, I don't think you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Um, it was. I just thought that was so funny. I laughed at that. She seems like a nice girl. I don't know. But she seems she, nice. Yeah. But they're all like focused on writing she's in their journals. Scientist, and stuff. but she's a nice girl. Yeah. And um, Colton just did a really good job of going around to all the girls and trying to comfort them, and make them comfortable and stuff. Um, and Demi's like, I'm going to be bold. My story's going to be boldest. And then it shows the little show that they have with all the 200 people. Mm-hmm. And Colton tells a story. And then next, Elise goes up. Yeah, Elise was really, I, I'm super team Elise. She does a really good job telling her story. Not that it's the best story in the world, but she really, she works the microphone and she looks, she engages with the audience. It feels like she's had some experience on stage before to me. Um, if not, though, she's a natural. She talks about how this is the first time that she's ever dated a younger man and that she's 31 years old and she's only dated men who were two, three, 13 years older than her. <laughs> and her delivery was much funnier than mine. And, um, you know, you could tell Colton was really enjoying that story. And she just is so gorgeous. We yeah, love her. She's beautiful. We think, at least I think that she's like the prettiest one there. Except there's lots of pretty girls yeah, now that are watching to, it. It's now. hard to decide, but she's her headshot like, was death the best. Yeah, she's uh, definitely among the most beautiful women there. Um, <clears throat> and then it, but then it pans to Demi, and she's like, "Oh my god, that was so brave of her to just open up about being older. Like, wow, that takes a lot of courage to like talk yeah. about that." She's like, "I can't imagine not being." like 13 and being on the bachelor like <laughs> that's just so bizarre to me she just, and i'm she, like oh girl she's like not even she feels years like she's in you. yeah she feels like she's in middle school and she yeah. didn't you know to tell you the truth she didn't feel very sincere i think the yeah. supporting women act that she's putting on is just a mechanism to cope within the house i don't think she really means what she's saying yeah because she when People are, like, being rude and stuff. Not rude, but when people are not getting along with her, she does not support them. She's not like, oh, it's okay, like, yada, yada. She just then tears them down. Yeah. And when she does support other women, it's like she's backhand complimenting them. Well, that, and to their face, she says, I think you're amazing, later on to Tracy. But then to the camera, she says, oh, Tracy's, you know, she's so old. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get to that later stuff later. Yeah. But, um, so she basically says one thing to the women and another thing to the camera, which is, ugh, I don't like Yeah, her. and she's just, uh, that was just so annoying, like, because Elise is, like, the prettiest one there. Who cares if she's 31 instead of Colton doesn't seem to care. Yeah. That's what, that's what matters. I think my notes say that Nicole got up and gave the Nicole next Nicole next. And this episode, I decided that I just love Nicole. I think Nicole's she's sweet. so sweet. She's so cute, and she just seems so genuinely happy to be there. Um, I can see how she's probably going to cry a lot um, throughout the span of the show because she just seems to be a very, I don't know, empathetic. And if they're, like, already, like, gets attached easily. I yeah, think. she seems sweet. She, um, if they were, if the casting directors were attempting to cast another Bibiana, you know, beautiful Latina, that's, no, she's not anything like Bibiana. She's, you know, she's just as beautiful, but she's not as saucy. She's more sensitive. She's very sensitive and su- she's just very sweet, yeah. I think. <clears throat> but her, her which I is, don't know, her, which is very refreshing. <clears throat> yeah, I think her story was kind of lame, though. Her her first this was her first time dating a white guy. I thought basically. it was funny. I thought her delivery was fine. <laughs> it was fine. She did, you know, she did her. She had, anybody's brave to get up there and do that. 
Um, but she basically said, I've only dated Colombians and, and Cubans and Colton is the whitest bread I've ever, you know, whatever. ever had. Yeah. Had, yeah. Um, so. But she was so happy and she looked so she after her show is, or after her little snippet was done, she was like, "I'm just so happy that I was able to make him laugh. Like he was laughing and enjoying himself, and I'm so happy that I was able to like make that happen." It makes me wonder because we see in the previews there's going to be a, a confrontation between her and Onyeka where she says, "You're a liar, Nicole." So it makes me wonder what that's going to be about if it even ever makes it to air. You know, a lot of times they show these things that never. Yeah, even and happen. you're like, hold up. <laughs> So we'll have to, I'm waiting to see what. Next is Hannah G. Um, she talks about the first impression, right? She's just going to whip that out every five seconds. She told people that she used to feel invisible, like in school and stuff, and it dances. I don't believe that. She's, I mean, she's, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. That girl's never yeah. been invisible in her entire life. <laughs> but she told a nice story, and she, too, seems like a nice young woman. Yeah, and um, she... I don't know, maybe she seems really nice, but she also seems a little like boring. So maybe the first impression rose really is one of the more exciting things to happen to her. Maybe, maybe. But she's really nice, so I I like seeing her whenever she's on. Hannah G said that when she got the first impression rose, that was the most meaningful rose she ever got. And then when Nick Hofferman <laughs> came up on the stage afterwards, he said, Gee, that kind of lessens the importance of the rose you gave me, Colton. Yeah. <laughs> Except, you know, he's a comedian and funnier than me. But um, uh, He's Ron Swanson, he's so you cute. never think you'd yeah. ever hear him talk about that. And then Lauren Bree is up next. Next, Lauren, is, Lauren Bree. <laughs> I can't even read my note about it. She said... Oh, oh they didn't the even show her. Was, no, they did. She, they, we saw her say, just for a second. this is about the first time I was comfortable in my own skin, and then that's it. And, and then it, it goes on to the next person. Yeah. Like, okay, at least she's talking about first, though, because then Onyeka comes up, uh, and she just retells the... God. She's drowning in some bitches yeah, story and then she like goes well there's lots of thirsty girls here today like okay don't call out the other girls like and yeah, they're all just as thirsty as she's you. gorgeous and she seems pretty i know i have high hopes pretty for clever her. but yeah um, she seems smart and yeah like, i mean i still have high hopes beautiful, for her yeah, but, but she's um, just being kind of obnoxious to the other girls and not particularly like Catherine. yeah because Catherine bugged me the first episode, but she wasn't that bad this episode. No. And she was just responding to Onyeka's aggressiveness. I saw an Inst- Well, I hope I'll remember to tell you that later, because that happens later. But, yeah, so she does the Drowning in Bitches story again, like, beat a dead horse, Onyeka. And then Catherine's obviously annoyed, so she goes up, and she's like, well, at least I'm a good swimmer. And then she pushes the mic to the ground. And it makes a terrible feedback noise. And Yeah, and I'm like, okay, mics are really expensive. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Those poor producers are like, wait, <laughs> stop. <laughs> They're like, we won't be able to go on international well, dates if you knock that over. <laughs> but, you know, I, it makes me wonder what her original story was that she brainstormed about. Because obviously she was just... Um, you know, off the cuff, responding to what Onyeka said. Yeah, and, like, maybe she did tell a first story, but neither of those were first stories, so I'm like, okay, y'all aren't even doing the prompt right. Yeah. <laughs> you were given a prompt, you gotta stick to it. That's a big F. <laughs> um, oh, God, then it's Tracy. Tracy. I want to like Tracy. I don't. I don't want to like her. She's a homophobe. She. Oh, I forgot. I forgot yeah, you that. don't want to like her. Okay, we don't want to like her. She's a homophobe. She has a she has 
her skin's too shiny. Not that that matters, <laughs> but if you're on The well, Bachelor, you need to be more prepared. The most irritating thing for me is that she's the fashion police, oh. the fashion person, and her clothes are hideous. And she breaks all the fashion laws. I know. It's ridiculous. I hate, I just hate her. Well, her story was about uh, the first time she wanted to um, conquer a virgin that she went to college with. Yeah. yeah, but she said it was the first time she wanted to date a virgin. Okay, whatever. But it was definitely not a dating story and more of a conquering story. Yeah, and she was competing with one of her fellow sorority sisters or something, and she got punched in the face and yada yada. It was just a mess of a story. Sorry. Yeah, guys. you could say it was um, a Greek tra- tragedy. <laughs> that would have been that should have been delivered better. I just couldn't talk. Also, you guys were recording at like six a.m., so yeah. we're still waking up. Um, but anyways, tragedy. Um, so she talks about how she got punched and by the time she actually got to the dude, he wasn't a virgin anymore, but that she was the best sex that he had, that he ever had. She's just And I was like, that's gross. Why would you talk about that? It's like, is that guy okay with you talking about this on TV? Like, yeah. Imagine if, imagine if the genders were reversed and there was a guy upstage on stage talking about that and using that kind of vernacular it was it would be just disgusting just people gross. would be really offended and turn half the television yeah so. and um who is i think it was nicole I told, I told you she was the woman that the guy has an affair with and leaves his wife yeah i know she is she's just uh and her i don't know if it's because of botox or something but her just facial features are just way too lifted yeah. She looks like Cruella DeVille. Yeah, shiny face. She has shiny face and her eyebrows go up to her hairline. <laughs> and well, it's just not attractive. I'm sorry. And her outfits are horrible. She has a nice smile when she doesn't look crazy smiling. Like She's got some issues. We don't like Tracy. She's, she's in the you know, first couple of days of the process, she's already um, falling for all the, all the potholes that you shouldn't fall into when you're on The Bachelor. She does, yeah, she's, she's doing them all in one episode. She's getting ready to tattle on the other women. She's, you know, just crying in the closet, but we'll get to them. <laughs> um, but then after that, Nicole, <laughs> Nicole just is just calling everyone out. She's like, oh my God, Tracy got herself punched? Like, <laughs> imagine what she's capable of, and now she's on The Bachelor. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous like i'm scared and, <laughs> and i was like nicole you'll be, you'll be okay. fine we love you <laughs> um and nick offerman says i think that's a cautionary tale for the other ladies in the house <laughs> funny. um and then the last story was demi oh god demi goes up there with her little journal and she's reading her story and she's like one time i uh went to a party and uh, there was just, it was a crazy party, and there was this cute guy there, but I didn't kiss him, and I didn't make a move on him. So uh, now I've started, and I, it was the first time that I haven't been bold with what I want, so now I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go for it. Then she throws her journal aside on the stage, and I'm like, hold up, girl, you got to remember that. That's your journal for the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> like, first the mic, and now the journal. Yeah. Like, you guys are never going to be able to go on international. <laughs> and then... She, she goes up to Colton, stage. and she kisses him. And obviously no one wants to see that. None of the other girls want to see that. But they're not going to be... The only two wow. that don't look happy 
and support because all the girls are clapping and like being supportive. They might like, look they look a little surprised, but they, they look don't surprised, look disgusted. but they don't look disgusted except, except for, for Tracy, Tracy and, and Catherine. Catherine. Yeah, the two um, of them are horrified. But you know what? She didn't kiss Colton because she wanted to kiss Colton. She kissed Colton because she, she wanted, wanted to horrify s- the other girls. Yeah, and that's that's and Demi so, in a nutshell. Yeah, and so um, I think good on all the girls that didn't let her see them right. be horrified. Yeah. Exactly. They're the smart ones. They know what they're doing. Exactly. Tracy and Catherine were the ones that fell for her. Her, her whole plan. trick. Yeah. yeah. So, um. Then she bounced back onto the stage and she oh, says. Yeah. She says, and that's the story of how I won the first date, Rose. And I was like, and I'm okay, only exaggerating that's... a little bit her voice. Just a. Yeah, she, she really sounds like she's an 11 year old girl. And she gets all her clothes at the, like, Cole's. Children's, children's section, section. for sure <laughs> we're convinced she shops in the children's section and um she but yeah i just was like when she said the first group date rose thing i was like that's so presumptuous like you can well, think that shit, but yeah. you shouldn't like tell everyone that because then the, colton's not going to give it to that's you that's her whole shtick demi yeah. demi is one of those women that wills stuff into existence just because she is so um forceful and arrogant. Yeah. And believes that she'll make things happen that whatever she wants, she'll get, you know? Yeah. It was just so, it was so horrible. And you could tell that Colton was like, just playing along, playing along, but kind of like deep down was uncomfortable. But like, he's also, I've decided that he's a good bachelor and that he is doing his best to make everyone feel as comfortable as possible. And be gentlemanly. Yeah. Yeah. He, He's just great. Um, so then we, before we go to the evening date, group date, we cut back to the mansion. And another date envelope arrives, and Cassie gets it. She's so cute. She's so cute. Love mm-hmm. her. She's And I feel like she's the most, like, normal pretty one, you know? Like, she's super pretty, but also she's the kind of pretty that you'd, like, see at the store and yeah, be she's, like, she's so pretty. She's approachable, you know? Yeah. She's not, she's welcoming looking. She's not like, steely, stay away from me, I'm on a pedestal pretty. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So she gets the envelope and she um, announces that it's going to be Hannah B's one-on-one date. Yippee. And guess what? <laughs> it's Hannah B's birthday. <laughs> Don't know if you knew. <laughs> she, you know, you, you better, you know, Soak that up now because she might not mention it ever again. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then the date card says true love is on the horizon. And that's you're a like, dumb date card. That's stupid. Most of the date and then cards she's are like, stupid, but... she's like, oh my, she's like, I'm like, I can't even do a country accent. Right now because at six a.m. I <laughs> oh can usually goodness. do this. So, oh my goodness, it's, it's my, my birthday. birthday. I am just elated. <laughs> Like and she's she the way elated. She, she did, oh and the way she said elated made it sound like she just learned the word. And I was like, "That's probably going to be the like only time that you almost sound like you've read a book before all maybe, day." Maybe she <laughs> borrowed Colton's um, vocabulary book. <laughs> I told you, I mentioned earlier that I um, listened to Colton's interview with I think it was Ben and Ashley I, and he was telling them all sorts of stuff. And one of the things he he told was that the producers gave him um, a vocabulary book to improve his vocabulary. Because he always, we'll get to one of the uh, instances later, but he always says phrases that are very common 
but he mixes them up. Races and he mixes them up. Like, like he'll say they're malapropisms, I think is what it's called. <laughs> and it's so funny. <clears throat> but he's so cute that you just don't care. You're like, yeah, just go yeah. say that to your dogs. <laughs> and the mere fact that he treated the you know, the vocabulary book was probably meant as sort of a joke or, you know, a silly thing. And he's actually, but he treated it like serious, you know, yeah. and he took the little workbook and he he's tried to, like, he said, I tried to incorporate my, uh, my word of the day into whatever date I was on. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> he really is a little teddy bear. He's cute. Oh my gosh. Um, anyway, so. So after uh, Hannah B talks about how elated she is, it goes back to the nighttime part of the group date. Um, and Tracy, okay, I'm they will change their outfit. Tracy, the fashion designer, finally has a nice outfit on. I still didn't like it. She looked nicer, but than she looked she nicer has than normal. Up to date, though. You yeah, know, up to now, she looked nicer than she has in the past. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so so it goes yeah. to Nicole, and Nicole's like. Colton's always muy caliente. Ay, papi. <laughs> and she's just talking about how hot, she, like how hot she thinks he is. And guess, then guess who grabs him first? Yep, Demi. It's Demi. Demi it's is surprise. a grabber. Um, and her dress was horrible. I don't even remember. I didn't write. I just wrote her dress is awful. Well, it's like write. this pinky oh, lavender with thing with the tassels. Oh, she had the tassels. Oh god, she's like a freaking eighth grader. Yeah, no, it no looks offense, like no it, offense to eighth graders. Sorry, yeah, but. Just, but eighth grader shouldn't be on The Bachelor. But it, no, it really did look like something that one of my friends would have worn to like a middle school dance. Exactly. That's like exactly, that's exactly what exactly, it looked like. Exactly and what I was, it was like. Okay. <laughs> she. I mean, she, that's exactly what she is. She's that girl in middle school that all the other girls hate, and all the boys are intrigued by. You know, but but that's like in middle school. Yeah, exactly. They, everyone gets over that. Adult males don't really are not really intrigued by shallow that level of shallow. But anyway, yeah. Um, At least not in a lasting way. Yeah. Um, so. But they kiss again. Yeah. Demi and Colton. And and then Nicole goes, um, after uh, Demi and Colton leave the room, Nicole goes, I was just trying to, like, look at his face and see if he was even, like, liking it or if he was just, like, over it. And I was like, you go, Nicole. You know oh, how yeah, to play the Nicole game. Yeah, right. I love her. I All think right. she's so cute. I, I still think her. I like – I still think I like um, Cassie probably best. And for I, Colton, yeah. For Colton. And every time she comes on the screen, I get all happy. I'm like, oh, she's so cute. I also love Heather, but we'll talk about her later. Yeah, and I love Heather. Um, but anyways, so Demi goes to Colton. Oh. She's like – Okay, go ahead. Sorry. She's like um, – they're talking and stuff. And then he goes, oh, yeah, you're uh, you're bold. Um I have you're so cute written here. Yeah, that's what she said. Oh, is that what she said? She's like, like, you're so cute. And this is what I wrote down. I said, what is that thing she does with her nose? Yeah, she like wrinkles her nose like a rabbit. Oh, yeah. And then she does her laugh. And And she shimmies too. She slow shimmies. She goes, you're so cute. I mean, you can't see me, but she shimmies slow and she wrinkles her nose. And, and then she talks like and that. And she talks all days like that. And then she does her laugh. And she's like. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, that's the worst laugh I've ever heard in my life. Like, I can't even tell well, if it's real or fake. You know, it's it's only, I don't know. It's slightly better than, what was the name of the, um, Angela? Was that her name on, oh, yeah. on Paradise? Angela's so pretty though. Yeah. Well, Demi's pretty too, but not in the same exotic way that. Angela well, and is. then Angela, but Angela also got clay, like, yeah, after Paradise, so go her. Yeah, her laugh, maybe she was just 
felt uncomfortable in paradise. I would love to see more of Clay, but I'm I'm glad that he's has a you know they're living happily ever after so far in Chicago, and we miss them. It's Damn like it. to, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so enough about former Bachelor people that we still care about. So after the nose wrinkling and the shimmying and the stupid freaking laugh, you're so cute. She goes over to the rose on the table and <gasps> horrors. She touches it. Not only does she touch it. Picks it up and she waves it around and she <laughs> wiggles her little body and waves it around. Oh says, my god! This rose is gonna be mine or something. To that yeah, I, fr- I didn't even write notes oh on this god. because I was so like, this is so stupid. She's so- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the eighth grader. Maybe we should just start calling her the eighth grader. The eighth grader. But then that would make that girl in the eighth grade look bad. Well, we obviously her. the girl from the eighth grade movie is uh, several more mature. Of, yeah, Demi's <laughs> more like the Kennedy girl in the eighth grade movie. <laughs> Which, by the way, eighth grade, um, the movie is up. so good. Yeah, highly recommend anyone that wants to sit through two hours of realistic cringiness. Of cringiness, yeah. Yeah. And it's a good I movie. mean, obviously, if you watch The Bachelor, you're, you're cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> you're accustomed to two hours of cringiness. <laughs> um, anyway, when she waves the rose around, Tracy blows up. <laughs> Tracy flips her lid. The other girls are, you know, kind of like, oh my gosh, what is she doing? But Tracy just flips out. <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh, and she's blowing up at Onyeka. Like she's telling. So it's like the two kind of aggressive people talking yeah. about it. Um, and she, she, I mean, she's she's using quick phrases like she's um, so immature. Well, she's. I mean, she like it was so overdone. What did she say? She said like um, I, I'm short of breath. I'm like yeah, she's, she's like I really having a panic attack. So, so yeah, short of breath. Over the rose. I mean, and then as she's saying all this stuff, it pans back to Demi, and she's like. She's like, she's so immature. And then it shows Demi sitting on the couch, like, slouching and, like, playing with playing her with tassels. tassels. She's, like, hitting her face with the tassels on her dress. And using, like, the, like their glasses, their monocles, or, you know. It's ridiculous. She's it was a one of the funniest edi- like, editings I've ever seen on The Bachelor. Um, well, then, and then Tracy confronts Demi mm-hmm. about the rose. And, you know, I don't think you should, you should, no one should touch the rose. That's Colton's together. And Demi fake says, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you felt that way. I see. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's yeah. Um Also, though, we skipped when... Um, yeah, my, this is one of Elise. my favorite parts of the episode, when Elise goes to talk to Colton. Yeah. And, oh, Elise is so wonderful. So Colton thinks Elise is really sexy because she owned that room when she was talking, you know, when she gave her first impression, you know, her yeah. first um, talk up there in the comedy club or whatever. Also, she's also just really sexy. Yeah. And he tells her she thinks he thinks she's sexy, and she tells him that um, that that when the older girls when she, when all of them moved into the mansion, the older girls all bunked in the same room and dubbed it the Cougar Den. And but here's the thing, is that they're all only twenty seven and up, twenty seven to thirty one years old, and it's the Cougar Den. And it's the Cougar Den. I realize my birthday was yesterday, so I'm a little bit older than I was, you know, day before the yesterday. day before yesterday. And. <laughs> That, I tell you, that made me feel a little bit older than I want to feel. But that's okay. It's just a television show. Um, um, and honestly, they probably just penned that because probably Demi was already calling them cougars. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> but they probably are all mature enough to just embrace it. Except for yeah. freaking Tracy's not mature Yeah, enough, see, there's, the, there's Tracy in a nutshell. Elise is embracing her experience and her slightly older age and 
portraying herself as this sort of sexy, um, you know, experienced woman, and Colton's digging it big time. Meanwhile, Tracy's acting like, you know, very childish, and very, and I think she's very insecure about being older, you know, mm-hmm. so... You know, note to women out there, be an Elise, don't be a Tracy. Yeah. Um, so that's a really nice little story, uh, or a nice little time. And then they start making out, um, and they're just, Colton's super into Elise. Yeah, Colton's super We're like, yes. Yeah, we like Elise. Because we like her. Um, then it goes to Hannah G. Oh, did we mention when Demi and Tracy had their little confrontation? Yeah. That, um... Oh. Tracy reached out and patted oh, Demi's hair. No, that wasn't this time. Oh, is that later? That's later. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I wrote that. I wrote weird. that down. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to that. that. Um, because they have a couple confrontations. Okay, the right. I've written down the Tracy episode. pets Demi, but I must be in the wrong spot. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Hannah G meets with Colton next. I can't even read. He repeats that he. She reminds him of home, which is a. I just don't understand that phrase, but okay, I, I'll, I'll believe it. I I, under, I understand it, but it is a a Becca. Yeah, thing. it made more sense with Becca Kufrin because she said it reminds me of home. He reminds me of my dad, and since Garrett was such a rugged sort of you know guy, I could see that because she comes from a rugged part of the country. You know that yeah. made more sense. Minnesota. I don't get why this little tiny petite blonde person reminds Colton of Denver. You know, and is how his home. But whatever, that's okay. So. Well, maybe he just means more like she's very um, maternal and giving. Yeah, or yeah, is she one of the? Is she a religious one? Do we know? I don't know if we know that. Okay. Um, but they're talking, and um, he already tells her. She's already saying, "Oh, it's, I'm bothered by there's so many other women." Yeah, here. she's like, "I'm just nervous because I'm just now starting to realize that this isn't just about us." And then he's like, "Stop that! <laughs> like, don't do that." Yeah. But, he's, but he does tell her, um, don't pay attention to the other people. And he's like, just yeah. focus on us, which is something everyone should do in any relationship. Yeah. Like you shouldn't focus on other yeah. people outside the relationship. That's true, but it's got to be in, this is such a weird circumstance. Yeah, I get hard. it's a weird circumstance, but like. I think so far he I likes think, her the most, though. Yeah, I think that. Um, he's not totally sold, but he's really digging her. Yeah, and he told, he tells her that. He's like. You have no reason to be nervous. I'm super into you. And yes, there's other people here, but like you need to just focus on us, which I think is good advice because that's exactly what she should be doing. I feel like mm-hmm. the people that usually succeed in yeah. just Bachelor, not Bachelor in Paradise or anything, but just like normal franchise Bachelor are the people that just focus on right. the relationship. Like you never saw that's the reason Blake last- or Jason or Garrett stirring the pot with anyone. Right. And they were top three. Yep. And, uh, you know, probably Lauren Burnham from last season probably would have won the first time around had she not been so in her head and so freaked out about the other girls. And, you know, Becca Mm -hmm. got the rose, final rose, because she was, you know, confident. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I think that's my my take on it. Yeah. There's a photo booth at this party, and I, Brie takes a picture with Colton in the photo booth. That was kind of cute. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Demi says in one of her little uh, ITMs that Colton needs a dominant woman. He needs someone amazing. I'm amazing. I'm the whole world, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, she really loves herself. She's, she digs herself. She needs a dominant woman. 
Um, I don't think he needs a dominant woman. I think he needs a strong, confident woman, but dominant, no. Yeah. And then it uh, goes back to Colton talking to DJ Agro, um, who's Catherine, by the way, if you didn't know she was a DJ. DJ Agro. Um, and Colton was like, you threw the mic. That was pretty cool. And then Agro is like, yeah, that was pretty cool. And then it goes to <laughs> someone else. Like, that was it. That was their whole... That was it. Okay, well, this is where I can tell Catherine. you. <laughs> this is where I'll tell you my little anecdote about Catherine. She, um, I saw on her Instagram account, um, last night or this morning, that she said, they, too bad they didn't show our, our cute, nice talks. And when you brought Lucy to visit me... Apparently, he brought her dog over to visit her, and they set up a little play area for the Aww. dog to hang out in. And, you know, apparently, you know, we don't see, because the producers so curate cute. these women's personalities from the beginning. Yeah. And they, they just show us what they want us to see, so we'll form a certain impression of them. So, you know, I still think Agro's a weirdo, but it maybe... Oh, it's cute. There's more to and her she than looked, the eye, obviously. she looked less... She looked pretty, yeah. Yeah, she looked pretty this week. Party. Yeah, yeah. She looked Later not on. so gross. Not so, yeah, like worked on. Yeah, exactly. She, she looked, looked a little, little softer, softer and more natural. <clears throat> and maybe she was going for that. Maybe she was like, okay, maybe I need to not be aggressive for a week. But she always seems like she's on like downers or something. She always, she always seems just kind of flat affect. You know, mm-hmm. she doesn't have a lot of peppiness. But we'll see. Um, so then it goes to Nicole talking to Colton and she says, Oh, I miss my family. Um, my brother AJ is my world. Um, he's autism. I don't know if you've ever met anyone with autism and Colton's like, Oh yeah, I'm in children's hospitals all the time. He's like, I basically live in children's hospitals. (laughs) She says, um, it's, it's like me and him against the world. And, um, it's a nice talk. They, you know, clearly they both are sensitive Caring people. Yeah, they're both nurturers, for sure. Um, then in her little ITM, yeah. she says, She's like, I'll propose right now. I'll right now. <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah. But a little, yeah, a little too soon. But yeah. also you're like, okay, I don't think she means it, but that's nice. Or hopefully she doesn't mean it. <laughs> so then it's time for Colton to present the date rose to, to someone. And Nicole and Demi both think they're going to get it. Yeah. And they don't. Elise gets the rose. Yay! Which is nice. Yes. And they panda Demi looking mad. She's just pissed. She's like, ugh. And the panda Nicole looking sad. Yeah, Nicole has a little tear, like, falling down. (laughs) Which, I guess they're classifying as crying in the um, fantasy league. Yeah, because in the fantasy league, if you guys don't play, we'll tell you. Um, crying counts for points, but only if a tear rolls down the cheek. <laughs> it says that in parentheses. So that tear rolled down the cheek, so it counts. Um, but so that date's over, and Elise is triumphant. Next, we um, cut to Hannah B's one-on-one date, and I gotta tell you about after about thirty seconds of Hannah B, I'm ready to gag. She is just too much. Yeah, and when Colton comes to the mansion to pick her up, um, you can hear someone going, hey, babe, but I think that's Hannah B. You couldn't tell who it was, but I'm I'm pretty sure it was Hannah B. All right, so she's already calling him babe, huh? Yeah. um, So they get in in a Jeep. Yeah, also, come on, Colton. Why the heck? You could have picked any car you wanted to drive around while you were in the L.A. parts of the bachelor dates, and you chose this, like, 
1990s Jeep. Yeah, like, it didn't look very comfortable. But it looked, like, you know... Like, you could have picked a sports car. You yeah, picked this. but I think it's supposed to sort of portray his personality or something. I don't know. She, you know, it was orange and cheerful, but looked really uncomfortable. <laughs> Where this date was? Yeah, the Vasquez. The Vasquez Rock. Okay, and I they, I've never been there, and I've lived in California my whole life. Colton's excited uh, because he says Hannah's fun and she's hot and she attractive. Likes to get loose, which I don't really get. I don't think he's. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's really understanding her yet, but he he will soon. Yeah. So there's, um, there's a couple horses when they get to their destination. <laughs> he he helps her. Does he help her on with the horse? Yeah, he helps her on and off with the horse, I think. He just, you know, he just, like, a, like she's a drag doll. He just picks her up and puts her on the horse. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and every time that they have a horseback riding date on The Bachelor, they always do that awkward, like, where they try to handhold, yeah. but they're on two giant beasts of animals. Like and she's never ridden a horse before, so she's probably, she's trying to hold his hand, but, you know, I'm worried she's yeah. going to fall off the whole and time. Yeah, she's, like... They can't reach. And I think he had a horseback riding date, too, with Becca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Vegas. they did the same thing. Yeah. And then when Becca M did it with Ari, they did the same thing. Oh, I don't remember that. Um, but uh, Becca M should be having that baby any second. I know. Go her. We love Becca M. So good luck. <laughs> um, so then they cut. But before they, the, the hot tub comes next. But before oh, they get in yeah. the hot tub, this is the juiciest part of the whole episode. Oh, yeah. Because I don't think Caitlin, I mean, aside from her little forward things, her aside thing. Wait. Caitlin? Yeah. Oh, wait, JK, that's later. That, okay. That was, yeah. Okay. So they cut back to the mansion, and Kaylin... Who's um, Miss North Carolina. Is is talking about... And, and you remember that Hannah B. was Miss Alabama. Miss Alabama. In last year's Miss USA contest. Whatever. And uh, Kaylin, Miss North Carolina, won runner-up. And Kaylin didn't place at all. Or, I mean, right. sorry, Hannah didn't place at all. Right. So Kaylin's runner-up, and Hannah didn't place at all. And it, it's revealed... Now, all of a sudden, Kaylin, in her little aside, reveals that she and Hannah B. were roommates during the past. And best friends. And they were best friends. And there are several pictures of them looking happy together. Were they roommates during the pageant or during college? I thought she said it. uh, No, I think it was during the pageant. Okay. Um, So, but then she confesses that while they were great friends for a while, once she got the runner-up title, Hannah B. broke. She, She flipped a switch. She flipped a switch. And, um, I can't read my notes, but yeah, anyways, she apparently, they, their relationship, their friendship totally imploded. Yeah. And she, um, it, it doesn't show a producer saying this, but you can tell she's answering a question. Um, so we can assume that the producer probably says, do you think it's likely that Hannah will flip a switch again? And then Kaylin goes, I absolutely think that's very, very likely. Yeah, so (laughs) who's ready for that switch to be flipped? (laughs) Me! (laughs) So then it goes back to the one-on-one date, and then Hannah's like, oh, this looks a little familiar. She's like, it's very uh, (laughs) Arizona-ish. And then Colin's like, yeah, yeah, you could say that. (laughs) Then she she has this little 
aside and she says, if something's not perfect, I think it's, you know, if something doesn't go perfectly, then I think I'm horrible and everything's horrible. And, um, and she, she does seem to be very insecure and that's mm-hmm. kind of, that kind of was her one, the one moment in the day where I kind of felt bad for her. Yeah, I did too. But um, mostly she just made me gag. But mostly I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and oh, then the toast. I can't believe, okay, yeah, go ahead. What would you, I, I probably shouldn't say what I was going to say. Oh, okay. I was going to come off as mean. <laughs> okay. All right. And I don't want to be mean to other women, but. Sometimes it's hard when they're just so gaggy. Anyways. <laughs> um, obviously she's, I mean, she's. Was she's Miss America or Miss USA pageant? She's obviously got qualities. She, she knows but, how to. Yeah, if she was Miss Alabama, because you have to be Miss a bunch of other things before you can get to right. Miss Alabama. So she's obviously won a bunch of pageants before yeah. winning the state. So she obviously should know how to present herself in front of other people. But this whole date, I was like, oh my god, it was so cringy. Then now we come, they get in the hot tub, and she says she was self-aware about her insecurity, but that she. Or she says that she was very self-aware, but that she gets very insecure. So then we they get in the hot tub, and we come to the most epic fail of a toast of all time. Colton makes a little toast, and then he asks her to make a toast. <laughs> and she can't spit out a single word. Finally, Colton has to say, well, before that, <laughs> she's, she's saying, like, well, you took my words. You should have let yeah, me go first. He, yeah, he toasts. And he says the same thing he always says, basically. He's like, here's to a beautiful date. I don't even know what he said, but it was just a really standard toast for The Bachelor. And then um, he's like, okay, like, you need to make a toast. At first he was like, okay, your turn. And she's like, you took the words right out of my mouth. You should have let me go first. Yeah, and then... um, It was so cringy. She was just sitting there. She looked, like, so... Her face was so blank, like, she wasn't able to think of anything. She's too aware of the cameras. Yeah. She kept kind of going to side, looking to the side, and I think she was kind of, like, just looking at the other people and just being freaked out. It was, you know, a lot of people on set. And eventually, you know, Colton says, okay, start by saying, let's make a, I make a toast to, and then say something. And she's like, okay, <laughs> words? <laughs> it's my birthday and roll tide. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I didn't know what Roll Tide meant. And I guess it's, like, the University of Alabama's, like, cheer. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's her, their football team is super, I don't know anything about football, but they're super um, big, important team. Okay. Yeah. So, roll Tide. She said, it's my birthday, Roll Tide. So, um, and you can tell Colm's over it, but he's just a gentleman so he he goes through it but in his little aside he's like i'm like having a horrible time this is not as this is not what i thought this date would go yeah. like he's like i don't think i'm going to give her the rose unless she can open up a little bit this isn't what i thought it was going to be at all yeah and then just so she can make sure she gets the rose she mentions it's her birthday again yeah <laughs> um so- and Oh, and they're in the hot tub, and I guess he probably has an eyelash on his cheek. And she doesn't just take two fingers to it, but she takes her whole face, yeah, she like her whole hand his to his face, and she's like, "Can't let me get it." And he's like, "What is happening?" He doesn't say it, but you can tell he's so confused. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, weird. I got it." And she's like, "Make a wish," and <laughs> so weird. he's like, "What?" <laughs> and he does it because he's like, "Nice." This but is it what was- happens if you pick up, you know. 15, 23-year-old girls and, and 
you know, you're going to get a myriad of levels of maturity, and I'm just not sure about Hannah B. Yeah. Um, oh, and then they finally get to their the cool part of the day. I think is when they go to the Queen Mary, yeah, which is the, the nighttime part of I the love day. And if you're ever in like the Long Beach area and like, what's a cool thing to do? Then go to the Queen Mary. That's awesome. a fun thing yeah. to do. They they used to, I don't know if they still do, but they used to have packages where you could spend the night on the boat and then go to the aquarium that's across the harbor. And the aquarium's a good aquarium. Yeah, a I spent a New Year's Eve there one time. It's a great aquarium. Um, so anyways, they go to the Queen Mary, which we love, and Colton tells her, you don't have to be perfect. And she asks him why he's a virgin again, so we have to hear the virgin story again. He's he's over it. Yeah. So, she, you know, he basically tells her, you need but, to open up. <laughs> but he's like, you don't have to be perfect. That's a heavy burden to wear. <laughs> and, uh, and the thing, it's a heavy burden to bear, but... <laughs> You love Colton so much that you're just like, that's okay. You can wear your burdens if you want, Colton. That's what he's trying to say. We understand. I think maybe he just said that because of that, you know, hoodie that he wore in paradise. Like, that was a big burden to wear. <laughs> like, maybe that's just where he's getting the phrase from. That's funny. And he tells her he's, he was, he's an accidental virgin. Um, that he didn't really, you know, he grew up religious, but that wasn't the sustaining reason he became a virgin he just got so involved with football and he didn't have been in many dates or many girlfriends and so he just kind of accidentally ended up here which so now i'm going to think of him as the accidental virgin <laughs> so anyway she hannah b finally opens up a little bit and she says she really wanted to stay a virgin um before marriage until she got married but that that didn't happen because she had, you know, she had a boyfriend that she was with for a long time in a committed relationship, but he didn't turn out to be the one, and she really regrets that she didn't save that for the person she married. It was kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, that, I don't know, that's a whole other discussion, but, you know, neither women nor men should feel, you know, that bear, they shouldn't wear that burden. They shouldn't wear that burden. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Um, and then it shows Colton saying, you know, I like, I think he says this to her face. He's like, I like this Hannah much better than daytime Hannah. Yeah. Um, then she mentions it's her birthday four or five more times. They I make, think there was a total of seven birthdays. Oh my gosh. They make out under the fireworks and, um, she gets the rose. Yeah. And I think, honestly, I think she only gets the rose because we as a audience want to see more of the um, pageant drama. Yes. There's no way she was going to go home after they set up the... Showed Kaylin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they pulled Colton aside. They're like, we know this date is miserable, <laughs> but you need, to, <laughs> you need to put her through. Um, on, the, on the one hand, Hannah B. just irritates the heck out of me. But on the other hand, I feel for her. It's a very complicated thing. But um, anyways, then they they show a conversation back at the mansion between Cassie Heather and, and Cassie. Never Been Kissed. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm going to call her NBK, Never Been Kissed. Okay, you can do that. I'm going to call her Heather because that's what her mom named her. (laughs) Okay. Um, So she tells Cassie that she's never been kissed. And Cassie's really supportive and, you know, says, oh, my gosh, he could be your first kiss. And he'll he'll really be able to relate to that. And, you know, she's really encouraging. And Heather, you could tell that Heather was kind of a little self-conscious about telling someone about this for the first time um, while on the show. And 
Cassie was like, no, that's totally fine. Like, that's really good. This, the, he could be your first kiss. That's awesome. And it was really nice to see two sweet girls just being friendly in the mansion yeah, I get instead good of being vibes. catty and petty. Yeah, I get like, good vibes from their friendship. They seem to really have already hit it off. As, and they're as both, friends. you can tell, well, and it's probably because they're both kind of SoCal girls. Mm-hmm. So they can bond over that already. Beachy, beachy girls. They're both beachy young things. Um, and they, they, I just love the both of them. I think they're wonderful. And the second group date card gets there, and Alex, Erica, Katie, Tasha, Kirpa, Kaylin, Caitlin, Heather, Cassie, Sydney, and Nina are all going on the group date. That's a big group date. And, you know, we haven't seen much of Nina to date, but I think she's just gorgeous. I get good vibes from Nina. I hope she sticks around mm-hmm. a little while. Um, let's see. I don't <laughs> My notes say, my notes are still talk, talking about Hannah B, and I, it says, I think she's mentally ill. <laughs> oh, yeah, because she starts waving the rose around. That's what she says. She's so like, anyway. and I'm like, are you five? Like, <laughs> why are you playing with the rose like it's a toy? But so, um, anyways, they're, they're going to go to an epic summer camp. And it shows Colton chopping wood. Oh, yeah, he's chopping wood. He's making burgers. I think they're, I think they're like, this is the first, like, hot bachelor we've had since Ben Higgins. Oh, We're yeah. going to, like, make him do physical activities. Imagine imagine Ari trying to chop Yeah, him. you'd yeah. be like, He'd is your back okay? Leg yeah. <laughs> my leg, my leg. Anyway. Um, um, Caitlin says it's a hot dad moment. So she's getting hot dad vibes from watching him cook at the cookout and so forth. They play Duck, Duck, Goose. They play Red Rover. Billy Eichner is the guest at this date. Who I think, and I might be wrong, but I think he's going to be Timon in the live-action oh, Lion King. okay. But I'm not positive, but I I, need, I'm pretty sure. I need, I understand he's very funny, but I'm not familiar with him, so I need to a comedian. Fi- figure him out. But he was he was funny. I'm not sure he was thrilled to be there, but he made the best of yeah, it. Yeah, he made a joke at some point, and he was like, I thought this was so funny. It was like the most honest thing I ever said on The Bachelor. He was like, I uh, wanted to be a guest star on the sitcom The Goldbergs, which is also on ABC. He's like, but I got this instead, so uh, here I am. <laughs> well, then Which, they, he has a was kind of pretty epic little conversation with Colton about his virginity, and he says, "You know, you." He says, "You could be the first gay bachelor, and you don't even know it." Yeah, and then the look on Colton's face is like, "Oh, I never thought of that before." He kind of looks shyly down and giggles, you know. And yeah, you, you um, never know. That would be a. Now, that would be the most dramatic season of The Bachelor. Yeah. Well, and it's funny that he brought that up because, um, well, first off, the reason that that was brought up was because Billy Eichner was gay, or is gay, and um, Colton was talking about all his girls and stuff, and then he was like, I'm gay. Um, But then Colton was like, uh, or no, um, I've... Like, before he was named Bachelor, I always thought that, like, maybe the reason he's a virgin is because he has, like, daddy issues and he can't doesn't feel comfortable coming out to his family. Right. Like. You never know. We've had that you never conversation. Know. We've had that conversation. Game, you know? Yeah. And I can't even remember the things that made me think that may, that might be the case. But, like, there were just some things that came up throughout Paradise and throughout Becca's season that yeah. I was like, huh, Well, just the fact like, that he's a 26-year-old virgin is enough to make you think. Yeah, so um, so Chris Harrison shows up and announces that they're going to have, there's a red team and a, a yellow team, and they're going to play all these games, like tug-of-war and so forth, and then whichever team wins gets to stay overnight at this camp with Colton. 
which sounds more exciting than it ends up being, but that's all right. <clears throat> um, so, well, also though, it could also just, some of these things aren't meant to be exciting at them. Some of them are, some of these things are just supposed to be, um, making the other girls feel it's supposed to make stuff exciting somewhere else is the point of overnight. So, um, the yellow with the red team one. Yeah. Well, the, the final, uh, challenge of the, everything was a tug of tug of war. Um, and Colton's in the middle and these poor girls have to not only do a tug of war against each other, but they have to pull on Colton's like 300 pound of muscle body (laughs) To try to pull it to their side. Um, and I'm like, do you think he had any component in, like, do you think he could have helped cheat, like, in that position? Because all the girls he really likes are on the red team. Maybe. Cassie and Katie and, you know. But he's, he, well, he is an athlete, so he knows a lot more about what his body could do. Right. More than, like, normal people. In any event. So maybe. The red team wins. Um... um and the yeah, but the yellow team had cuter outfits, but that's I didn't think so. I like the red team's outfits because they were more uniform. I didn't get why the yellow team had some skirts and some shorts. Uh, yeah, okay. I was like, uh, <laughs> there's no uniform to this. Like, anyways, um, Nina's sad to go because she feels like she doesn't really have a connection with him yet, and she really wants to establish that because she did come here to find love. Yada yada, the huge. Um, when they get back, when the yellow team gets back to the mansion and announces that the the other girls are getting to spend an, the night with Colton, the other girls get Gets really freaked super out. Super jealous. Yeah. And then, um, I think, I think it was Hannah B and Cassie. Maybe I don't know. I don't remember who it was, but they were like, "Oh my god!" I think it was the two Hannahs. Maybe. Oh, uh, maybe it was the two Hannahs. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Hannah B goes, oh my God, that is just so intimate. <clears throat> and then they say intimate like five more times. And it's really not that intimate because they have their own cabin. Like right. one of them, they're not even in the same building overnight. Yeah. But and there's do, still a bunch of other girls there. It's not like it's just a one-on-one right. overnight date. But they do show a little bit of the evening around the campfire. Um, Colton tells Katie that he thinks she's sexy for being so competitive. <clears throat> And they make each other jittery because they're so attracted to each other. Um, and they make out a little bit. Meanwhile, Cassie encourages Never Been Kissed to go tell him she's never been kissed. Because um, um, Cassie says that she thinks it's an endearing quality. Like, that yeah. she's able to have that self-control, I guess, to not kiss anyone. Or, I don't know. That, yeah. that she's willing to wait. It's something they have in common. Yeah. They, they both... Looking for the right person. Um, so she takes Cassie's and she advice. Was, she was, but she also said that she was afraid that she that he'd see that as who she is instead of just a part of who she is. Right. But I, that's a stupid thing to assume because he he says over and over and over again that my virginity is just a part of me. Yeah, like so he more. gets that. Yeah, like he one hundred percent gets that. Um. So so Heather takes. Cassie's advice and goes and sits with Colton. And, and she starts by saying, how did you go about telling Becca about your virginity? Like, tell me about that. And so then he kind of talks about it, but he doesn't really say a lot. And then, thank God. I've heard <laughs> so and then Heather's like, well, dude, me too. 
Yeah. Because not only am I a virgin, but I've never been kissed. And he likes it. He's, he says, I like that. And yeah, and he says, it's weird. He's like, it's only weird because of the fact that um, it's so personal. But I don't judge that at all. And I appreciate you sharing that with me. And she says, just because she's never, she's a virgin and never been kissed, that doesn't mean she's not ready for commitment. She really wants to find that. Person. Yeah. And that she says, because she's never had to focus on anyone else, this just shows that she really knows herself better and she knows what she needs. And Colton's like, well, yeah, you know your self-worth, which was nice. Yeah. Um, and then we're, you're waiting for them to kiss at the campfire. Yeah, they start you're, showing romantic. Are they going to kiss? They play the romantic music, music and they sort of lean in, but they don't kiss. Or at least they don't show it if they did. No, yeah. Um, so that happened. And then I, I get, she's, an, I get a real unselfish vibe from Heather. She me seems too. like a very sweet girl. Then, um, it pans back to the mansion and Alabama goes, she's alone with Colton. I don't like it. Um, and it, you, she's whispering to another girl and you can just tell. This is where that, the two Hannahs are, are talking at. So. Yeah. You can tell that it's, that the cameras are very hidden and that um, they are not aware of, um, like, she's not aware that she's being recorded. Because um, I think we know, we know from her date that she's very aware of the cameras and stuff. So she, they're probably trying to get juice from her without right. them, like, her seeing them. So she says, she's all alone with Colton. I don't like that. And then um, she says, Caitlin is the only person in the world I have a problem with. Yeah. And she says, and it makes me scared of Colton. And Doesn't she say, I think I'm, oh, maybe that was in the preview. or so, At some point she says, I think I better tell Colton what she's really like. She doesn't say that here. I think that's okay. a preview. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so that was all like who pageant, <laughs> just adding to the pageant girl drama that we are excited to see more of. So then they were talking about Kaylin, and they cut back to the overnight date where Kaylin's talking to Colton. And um, she's, she likes to work in children's hospitals. That's the mm-hmm. thing that she likes to do because when she was a child, she almost died from encephalitis, which is a swelling of the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kiss, they cuddle. Also they have though, this, you know, so now they have this thing in common about wanting to help children. Yeah. But also, before she says any of that, Colton's like, oh, are you having fun? And then Kaylin says, yeah, this group of girls is amazing, which I thought was a really nice Right. Like women supporting women, Me like too. genuine women supporting women thing, not a fake demi thing. Yeah. Me too. Um, what was I going to say about that? Oh, and it was immediately after, she said that immediately after we saw Hannah B saying how much she doesn't like Yeah. <laughs> so they set up the, you know, evil little blonde Hannah B and the, you know, sweet, caring little brunette Kaylin. Yeah. So um, they smooch a little bit, um, and then they go to the group date rose, and Colton's like, I want to give this. He says the same thing all group date rose say. He's like, I want to give this to someone that was really open to me and honest and was just authentically themselves, and um, he gives it to Heather. Yay! And um, Kaylin looks sad, but she's not being petty about it. Um, Tracy looks livid, because I guess Tracy <laughs> opened up to him at some point. I don't know. <laughs> well, Tracy wasn't on this date, though. Wait, maybe Katie? Oh, Kate, maybe it was Katie. JK, I don't know where. Oh, no, I skipped a page. Oops. Oh, there you go. There it is. Um, yeah. My question is, 
So they all go, so the girls go to their cabin, and he goes to his cabin. Why didn't any of these girls sneak out of their cabin? You know if Demi was there, she'd be sneaking out of that cabin and going yeah, over. Yeah, because Colton's still there. He just has his own cabin. Yeah. So. And Katie was all mad because she wanted the rose. And Katie's so pretty. I think yeah, she's just she gorgeous. And he likes her, too. Yeah. So. Um, so then it goes to the cocktail party. Oh, before that, though, they have to show um, Colton in the shower again. Oh, yeah. It's like the 16th time. I'm not even writing shower. notes about him in the shower anymore because it just. Your pen will run out you of You can expect if a commercial's over that he's probably in the shower somewhere. But, anyways, um, Colton. <laughs> uh, it goes to the cocktail party and Colton cheers to an incredible week and journey. Yada, yada. And then. Um, it shows Courtney, who's just gorgeous, and I... Did I like Courtney's dress? Yeah. Sleeve? Oh, yeah, her dress had the cool, cool. sleeve. Yeah, she, um, it was like a... It was, it was asymmetrical. Like a, it was asymmetrical, one sleeveless and one sleeved side, and, and the sleeved side was sleeve. flowy. Yeah, yeah. it was two-piece. It was really pretty. <laughs> it was super pretty. But she says, um, I want a chance to connect with him, because um, I just don't feel like I've gotten that yet. And that shows them talking, and she was like, oh, yeah, I was definitely the team leader on the group date yesterday. He was like, yeah, I was really sorry. Like, you seemed like a leader. And he's like, I was sorry that I couldn't really spend more time with you. Um, she talks about how she's the oldest of five children. Her youngest sibling's like two years old or something. Um, so she's ready for marriage and motherhood because she's been mothering her younger siblings for years, yeah. taking them to the soccer games, yada, yada, yada. Do they smooch? I don't remember. I didn't write it I down. Didn't write it I down. don't think they did. But she starts happy crying because she was happy that um, she's a little too emotional. She's a little cray, cray, cray in my. I, don't, cray I can't vibes. tell yet. I can't tell yet. <sighs> then it goes to Sydney being worried about going home because um, she's so into him. Um, At some point in here, they showed Demi saying that. Um, she's just waiting for the demise of the older girls, of the, yeah, the older women. Yeah, stupid. Um, so then, really focusing on the whole ages thing, Demi, throughout the episode, is like, there's no advantage to being older. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, but anyway, so then it go, shows Sydney um, talking to Colton, and they're just being cute and kind of boring, but nice. And then all of a sudden, Onyeka comes out, and she has her. She still has the air horn from night one. She blows the air horn while Sydney's in the middle of talking to Colton, and that's just kind of really rude. I think, like you could say, "Excuse me, do you mind if I like snatch him a little?" Like and yada then yada. Then she makes that "I'm horny" joke with her air horn. Yeah, she's just and then yuck. Sydney leaves, and Sydney's hurt by that. So she goes to the kitchen. She grabs some pots and spatulas. She goes back out and she starts hitting the pan at Onyeka. Oh, Sydney. I <laughs> to give her a taste of her own medicine. And then Onyeka looks at her disgusted. She's like, yeah, you can come back in five minutes. Like, okay, you did the same thing to her and she didn't ask you to come back in yeah, five minutes. Like, that was irritating. You're just, you're being a hypocrite. Like, stupid. Anyways. So, um, yeah. Onyeka, yuck. I'm getting tired of her and her yeah. antics. Um... Um, at some point, Nina has a little uh, ITM, and she says she's looking for a best friend. And I've got to tell you, Nina was hot, hot, hot. Uh, Nina that looks dress so was good. Something else. She was she already talking gorgeous. to Courtney? I, I lost my place in the notes. I don't know. We're briefly um, interrupted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but, oh, it shows uh, McNutt, and Colton's like, oh, do you want kids? 
and which you know this is only the second time they've talked i guess and like he's like dude no kids <laughs> and um in normal dating circumstances i would say you don't talk about kids for a while but but this is like reverse dating they need to get to know each other super according much. to becca but yeah. yeah anyways um he was like oh do you want kids and she was like i'm gonna be honest with you colton i just want dogs and i get that but yeah, but that will prove to be her but death that'll now. be her that that'll be her for undoing yeah. her demise. Demise um, is such a like strong word for what she's trying to say. As you know, uh, <laughs> you can't spell demise without demi. <laughs> I saw a meme of that. That's not original. That's funny though. <laughs> um, but then it shows. Oh, I can't even read my notes. Distractory little penises on my notes. Um, Tracy, oh, Tracy's wearing another ugly dress. The dogs are barking. Okay. Tracy looks hideous in her ugly dress. She's flipping out, like always. Um, um, and then Demi comes, and Tracy and Colton are talking, but they're uh, not ever talking about anything. It's just kind of boring stuff. Um, so Demi, it shows Demi coming down in a robe. She's trying to pull a Corinne, but she's not even being a good fake Corinne, which mom doesn't know Corinne very well because she didn't watch next season. So. But I get that. I get the idea. Um, so she comes down in a robe and she steals Colton from Tracy. Uh, and she and says she's going to take, I want to take you upstairs and show you my fantasy closet. And Tracy's livid. She's just so upset. And Caitlin has my favorite quote of the night. Caitlin says, it's, all the girls are watching this. It's her. All the yeah. girls are gathered around watching him go upstairs with Demi. Caitlin says, does she not have parents? <laughs> That's my that quote of the so night. Funny. Is that Canadian, Caitlin? Yeah. Yeah, so good. Um, and you can tell, it because shows Cassie's face, and she's over it, too. She's just, you can tell Cassie just wants to date Colton. Right? Yeah. She's not here for any of this any other shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. yeah I um, wrote the same thing. I said, Cassie is over this. Yeah. Um, so she, you know, they, they show a long shot from outside the mansion, and you can hear Demi and Colton talking, and she's like, wouldn't you like to come home to this every night? And she's massaging Colton. Then we see inside, and she's yeah. massaging him. He's got his shirt on. It's like a lame-looking massage. Yeah. I read stupid face here. I think she's making a stupid face, but it could have been. Sometimes Colton makes stupid faces. It could be him. And I'm pretty sure she says she's, like, laughing or something and makes a stupid face when she's giving him a massage. She's like, hee, 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 And then just a nose crinkle. Oh, her nose crinkle shimmy thing is just the most irritating thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, and, oh, gosh, I can't read this note. Do you know what you... Elise says something, which, they cut to Elise talking to the other girls, and, she, you know, she's not here <laughs> to play games. She's not here for paper, rock, scissors. <laughs> And after that episode on Instagram, she she made a fun of herself, and she had a laugh about it. Mm-hmm. She says, I really do know it's called rock, paper, scissors. But um, but during this scene where Elise is talking about Demi um, and paper, rock, scissors, Nina and Elise are sitting together, and oh my goodness, it's just the, they're two of the prettiest people there. They're just beautiful. They're, and them sitting side by side, you're like, oh my God, what a gorgeous view. And they're just like, and both of their outfits were just super pretty. Leaps and bounds more mature than most of the other girls. It's just so silly. Yeah. Um, and then, 
in a there's a Demi says something. Demi says she oh, talks about a cougar attack. She's back on. She's the, like, I'm ready for this cougar attack. It's she, hilarious. She's denigrating the older women again. She is just a piece of crap. And then um, Tracy confronts. Oh no, Demi confronts Tracy because everyone told Demi that Tracy's pissed at her. And Tracy's crying in a oh, closet. That's right. Tracy's like, when and Demi took like, Colton upstairs, Tracy just lost her mind again. And she left. And Broke down in tears. Just crying in a closet. And then Demi goes, and she's like, hey, some of the girls were telling me that, like, I'm you upset at you. And, and I didn't mean to upset you at all. Um, I think you're amazing. You're just such a wonderful person. Yada, yada, yada. And it was just so fake. And then it shows her little side camera bit. And she's just, like, age-shaming her again. Like, she's, she's just talking about how shameful it is to be 31 and be on The Bachelor. There's, yeah, there's no advantage to being an older woman in this, you know, situation. Yeah. And um, it so, was just so fake. You, know, you got to predict... Either there's... I, there might be two two-on-ones this season. Because we've got to figure out... Kaylin and Hannah B, and we've got to figure out Tracy and Demi. Yeah. We've got two pairs of mortal enemies. Yeah. Here. Well, and I think um, De- or Tracy's just being super immature, too, about this whole thing, though. She was, She's just really hating on Demi, which I get, but, like, you need to focus on your own relationship with Colton. And then Demi oh, yeah. goes... They're falling into all the typical traps every season. Yeah. I think it's... Does I don't watch the show? <laughs> I, th- I think, I didn't write down who wrote this, but I think it was Demi that said it about Tracy. She's like, to the camera, she's like, she's ridiculous. Like, she's not ready. Like, she's not ready for this either. Like, I'm 23, and I don't think I'm ready for marriage. But, like, she's 31, and she's super mat- immature and definitely not ready. Like, she Demi needs to, Yeah. Which, she's right. Like, anyways. So, it's time for the... Rose ceremony. Yeah. So, it's rose ceremony now. Um, we got all our cattiness and nastiness out of the way, and Colton's gotten to visit with most of the women, and it's time, Chris Harrison announces. <laughs> and uh, Demi and Tracy are standing next to each other during the rose ceremony. Yeah. Ooh, an accident much? I think not. <laughs> um, and when, so Colton starts calling the girls, and when he, did you notice when he calls Demi to give her the rose, Tracy gives this epic eye roll. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm so over this. Yeah. Um, and Tracy's crying outside, um, like, as they probably filmed it before the rose ceremony, but um, Tracy's crying outside about how this isn't fair or whatever and just all this stuff. Oh, yeah. And she's, like, talking through her tissue, and I'm like, oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, that's right. You oh, are, dress was awful again. Like, yeah. Gross and thing. She just looks so gross, and... She, like she looked like she was picking her nose, like <laughs> with the tissue while she was crying on TV, and I was like, "Okay, um, you're pathetic." And then um, she, what happens? The so Colton's handing out the roses. And oh, and Catherine's glam is great. Catherine looks so pretty. Yeah, she is very. She she's nice. softened her look. Yeah, she's pretty. I think with a red dress. So um, there's five people left at the end of the rose ceremony, or mo. Uh, yeah, there's five people left. Five people who haven't gotten a rose are Tracy, Angelique, Erica, Alex B., and Annie. 
And they're all freaking out, you know, especially Tracy, you know, the camera looks at all of them looking nervous. Obviously we know Tracy's going to go. Right. Because they set it up. So Tracy gets the final rose. And we have to say goodbye to Angelique, Erica, Alex B, and Annie, who I didn't even see Annie the whole episode. You know, she got, she was, on, end. she was on Ellen and everything. So I thought that she <clears throat> would go far, but not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I see here? So we have previous. Oh, Angelique's like crying. Oh, yeah, Angelique had a beautiful dress. Yeah, she cried. Um, Yeah. But it was a pretty good episode. It was a good episode. The previews showed um, they're going to do some sort of pirate adventure, it looks like. And there was some um, poolside shenanigans, it looks like. And, oh, one of the, not at this point, but earlier in the show, they did a little sneak peek of Colton later in the season Saying, I don't care if I'm the most hated oh, yeah. bachelor of all time. I might, I might not even get engaged at the end of this. And he, like, pushes aside the camera. So that's intriguing. We'll have to see when that occurs. Yeah, because so far he's been very sweet and charming. So we'll have to see what he does to think that we will think that we'll hate him or whatever. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but I'm still tired. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, that was the episode. And we, we want to – we thought about, like, we would maybe – talk about each week award like our fashion winner of the week and we're going to call this our sparkle squad segment a sartorial survey <laughs> yeah anyway, that's the full full title but um, we'll just say sparkle squad for now. my sparkle squad winner of the evening was oh man i'm gonna say nina I was going to say Nina. You oh. didn't even like her dress that much when we watched the show. Well, I thought about <laughs> it. Okay, you can have Nina, and I'll take Angelique. Because last night, my favorite was, I was going to go, I was going to vote for Angelique. But then I thought on a little bit. You said and... that you thought that Nina's dress was slutty, and I said, that's not a nice thing to say, Mom, just because she has boobs. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it was slutty, but it was a little risque for the for the event, I thought. But he kept her. So, and she's it gorgeous. It was a fabulous dress. Yeah, it she's was. beautiful. Um, so, okay, I'll take Angelique in his her beautiful white dress, and I will give my runner-up to Nina. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. I was going to give my runner-up to Angelique, but Nina's dress was just gorgeous. It was a plunging red dress with really pretty cutouts on the side. Um, she just rocked it. Yeah, it was just gorgeous. And Angelique's was a white, um, off-the-shoulder, just beautiful, looked beautiful with her beautiful skin. I'm sorry to see her go, pretty dimples. Um, Taisha had a beautiful dress. Sydney oh, has- yeah. Taisha's dress was gorgeous. It was a green turtleneck with um, a backless back, so no back. Yeah. And then it had a beautiful green tie that just fell and draped down. So it was just... A fabulous dress. We loved it. And also, I think Sydney, it didn't love her dress as much as last week, but she seems to have excellent taste in clothes. Yeah. She's got that dancer body, so she looks good and everything. Yeah. And we want to do more awards and stuff like this. We're still um, deciding things that we want to do. So if you have any suggestions um, or compliments or comments or anything, you, you can follow us on our Instagram, The Rosettes Podcast. Um, we also have a website, um, that is linked in our Instagram and, um, also linked wherever we'll post this podcast. Um, so if you, and there's a little, and what about our email message. address? Oh, our and address? our email address is the rosettes podcast at gmail.com. So if you want to contact us, yeah. you can do so, that. Sorry. That's the dogs. 
So, yeah, hit us up. We want to hear what you think about um, about this season, about Colton. And no spoilers, though. This is a spoiler-free zone. Yeah, but we are excited. Um, and you can share this podcast with other people if you want, if you like us. <laughs> um, sorry, that's a dog again. Um, so thank you, and we will see you next week for the second week of dates. Yeah, exciting. I can't Third wait. Week. Yeah. So, all right. Talk to you soon. Happy weekend.